Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. So when is this corona craziness going to be over? There's only one person that I feel like knows the answer, and that's one of my most trusted psychic friends. She has been on The Real Housewives of Orange County. You've seen her all over television. Uh, She's a big deal. And Mystic Michaela is her name. She's going to be on the podcast today to predict that. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, a much lighter version of it today. Um, My name is Steve Kramer, and I made this podcast because when I was going through my divorce, my uh, mom used to always send me these really motivational text messages that would just pump me up for the day. And so when I got let go from my radio job, I decided to turn them into a podcast to hopefully motivate you as well. Uh, Mom was just telling me how she loves just going for walks right now so she can like see other people. I get so excited when I see someone coming towards me. (laughs) <laughs> just so I can say, hello, how are you? You know, <laughs> just, know. To gr- just to greet someone and see another, <laughs> another human. It's weird because I'm actually like staying away from my neighbors. Uh, I'm like, number one, scared I'm going to get coronavirus from them. Uh, <laughs> but number two, I just, I still hate the question of like, how are you doing? You know, like trying to avoid <laughs> that question. Hey, like what's going on? And yeah. I know that like all my neighbors know, like not one for, have I talked to one member of my, any, any neighbors, of my, any member of my neighborhood about my divorce at all. Um, <laughs> but I know that they all know. And yeah. so I feel like it's like the elephant in the room at this point, you know, right. like, do I have to be like, Hey, so we haven't talked in like a year, like two years, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, my wife doesn't live here anymore. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I like, guess just, Press in case you're wondering or, why you haven't seen that other car. Yeah, she's she's on a very <laughs> long vacation. <laughs> she's uh, been gone for a minute. Like I know you're actually close. Actually, we'll play uh, a phone call from your neighbor. Um, so uh, we <laughs> joke because my uh, my mom and my dad's friends are the only people that call the 800 number. So you can call anytime, by the way, 888-Kramer8. And especially if you've got a topic, I've got a topic that somebody wants us to discuss, mom, and get your your feedback on, which we'll talk about later on this week. But there's something that you can think of, of like, hey, I'd like to hear you guys discuss this or get your mom's take on this, 888-Kramer8. Because the only people that call, you know, are mom's friends. I'll play another voicemail here in in just a little bit. Um, But I know you're like really close with your neighbors. Like you actually, I... My neighbors are cool, but they're all older than me by like probably yeah. double my age minimum. Right. So I just feel like there's really nothing to, you know, to say. Like, should I be a better neighbor and like go hang out with them? Because <laughs> I mean, we're pleasant, but I feel like every time, every time I see my, my neighbor, especially to my left, he's a, he's a retired guy now and really nice. Um, but I feel like every time I see him, all we talk about is like, home renovations which was (laughs) when i first met him when i moved in you know that's what i was doing but i feel like a lot's progressed but i almost feel like he knows about the divorce but he doesn't want to say anything about it i'm like i I, i'm afraid he's gonna i'm afraid he thinks he's gonna say like how are things going and he knows they're terrible because you know me too i'll be like how are you doing i'll be like i would be like yesterday's show i'll be like i just uh, i feel like i can't get my feet on the ground well, I just think we do the best we can, but but honestly, once you do start spending time with people, no matter what the age difference is, you often realize that you have a lot more in common than you may have thought. 
So since but, we're both uh, locked in the house, and yesterday's podcast was pretty heavy, and so I told my mom today that I I just want her to tell me and tell us uh, three things that you do to feel good, and uh, like like when you're not feeling great, when you're in a bad place, and I feel like everybody should have a list like this of like a go to list of like okay, if I'm not feeling good. For whatever reason, I can go do the one of these three things, and I know that I will feel better. So, Mom, what are your three things that you know you can do to feel better when you're in a bad place? Are you ever in I a can, bad place, by the way? I don't think in my 36 years of existence I've ever seen you in a bad place. Yeah, we all get in bad places sometimes. I love to listen to music. Like, what do you turn on? Like, what, is, what does mom turn on for like, when she listens to music? What would you typically listen to? And I'm not talking like the radio, but like when you turn on music on your phone, what do you, what do you go to? Like, I love to listen to John Legend. Oh, okay. I love to dance. So you'll turn on, you'll turn on your John Legend and then, and then you'll start mm-hmm. to dance and you like doing that. And mm-hmm. then what's like a third thing you can mm-hmm. do to always put you in a good mood? Laugh. Oh my goodness. It's so fun to laugh. Like what I have found is that even in this time when we're isolated from each other, like my best friend Margot and I have a conversation every week and we laugh for an hour yeah. about just our crazy lives. Life is funny. Yeah. She talks about her grandkids a lot and what they do, but even just talking about our relationships and what we're doing in our lives and the old people stuff that we do. <laughs> I feel like that, that line about talking about her grandkids was kind of a dig. So you, you have to understand, you got to understand that there, my mom would be the absolute greatest grandma of all time, right? Like if you are listening to this, you can imagine she's just like, she's prime and ready to go. But so my brother's gay and he has a husband and they are, I don't know if they're going to adopt kids or not. There's me who had potential to have kids. Biologically, we had a much better chance of creating a child than those two did. (laughs) And now, you know, my sister just got engaged. And so I guess she's like the, the hope of, uh, of the family right now to, to give you a grandkid. Did you ever, when I was married, did you ever, were you ever frustrated that we weren't having babies or, and be honest, like give me your real, your real feelings about me and kids. No, because if the two of you don't want kids, then I certainly don't want you to have kids because that is a huge responsibility and and a big commitment. And if you're not into it, Oh no. And the last thing I want to do is raise your grandkids. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'll say, I really, I, you know, I just a backstory on that was I always wanted kids and I was, and my ex always said she wanted kids. And then once we got married, that kind of changed. And then we it just kind of kept getting like pushed to the back burner. Cause I kept, kept moving around for work or, you know, for, and then I have to like spend the first year, like really like buckle down and be able to hustle, you know? And so uh, we just we just never had kids, and I used to be really disappointed about that. But now I'm like a million times thankful. I can't imagine mm-hmm. having to co-parent in that situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, I know yesterday we we're supposed to do mom's movie review of uh, of Tiger King, and we didn't get a chance to get to it. So I want to I want to get to it today because by tomorrow nobody there'll be another something coming out that people will care about. Um, all right, so you've watched all seven episodes of the Tiger King. And I wanted, I want you to kind of give your review 
of Tiger King and and your take on on the show. I found it to be very troubling and very sad. You didn't laugh at all? There wasn't part of you? Come on. Well, I mean, of course there were. Of course okay. there were. It's crazy. Like you can't make this stuff up, right? Yeah. I mean, I wish this, I wish this the whole show was fiction. If, if I were teaching a, a youth group right now on the seven deadly sins, I'd be showing <laughs> this movie. <laughs> it because had, it had a little bit of everything there. Like it really, they're the, all there. The pride, the greed, the lust, the anger, the gluttony, the envy, (laughs) the sloth. I mean, it's all there. It's all there. I kind of want to go back and watch it because it doesn't even seem like as I think back on it, I was just like, this can't be real. And at the end of every episode, you're sitting there like, wait, what? Who did you like the most and who did you dislike the most? Oh, I don't know that I liked anyone. (laughs) The the most intelligent person... (laughs) I thought was in that movie, and I can't remember her name now. It, it was the young girl who was working at the zoo. They got her arm ripped off? Yes. Lord have mercy. Yes. Remember that part? Now, I'll have you know, yes. I need to correct you on that, is that um, oh. he, I guess it's he is transgender, she is transgendered. And, okay. and forgive my ignorance on this because I don't want to like say this wrong. Um, but yeah, so it came out Robert Moore, who was uh, I think he was the guy that he make. He may be just a reporter on it. Uh, but said Saf, the person who got mauled by a tiger, told uh, repeatedly that he is trans and prefers to be called Saf, not Kelsey. Because Kelsey, I guess, oh. was the name that was used. And he okay. and uses he slash him pronouns. So okay. I, I didn't realize that either. I didn't know. So uh, it's not Kelsey. It is Saf and it is a he. Poor Joe. What a mess. Yeah. What an absolute mess. I mean, I feel, oh, so much sadness for him. I forget my mom doesn't like she can't watch things for like face value, you know, cause I'm sure a lot of that story was edited and, you know, portrayed to be one way or another. Um, but you know, you just see it. My mom, for example, I like, can't watch the bachelor because, and why can't you watch the bachelor? No. Oh no. I can't stand to see people get I hurt. I just get sad when people, <laughs> when people oh, so I, no. I, I should remember that you would just feel, you would feel terrible. I just, by the end of the movie, <laughs> just felt like I hated everybody, every single person involved in, in that. Like, I just didn't like it. I thought they were all terrible, you know? Cause, and yeah. you like go in waves where like for a second, I liked Carol. I liked her. I was like, Oh, this poor woman. And then I'm like, Oh wait, <laughs> I think she may have murdered her husband. So <laughs> never mind. Do you think that's like the big question? Do you think that Carol Baskins killed her husband? Mm, I would say that there's a good chance she did. And that's the meanest my mom will ever get on this podcast. So <laughs> it's as bad as it's going to get. Okay. If you had to give it like a um, movie review. Okay. So like, we'll just do for you. We'll use hearts because that sounds like you, uh, five hearts would be like the best movie ever. One heart. It's like the worst movie ever. How many hearts does my mom give for her, for her move mom's movie review? Okay. But considering rotten tomatoes gave it a hundred, I'm going to feel really bad about this, but I would give it, one heart. One heart, really? Just because it was so sad. <laughs> All right. Well, this uh, today's episode was much happier. So thank you for uh, for checking in. And I love you. Absolutely. Love you. Hey, Stephen. 
Oh, good Lord. Should I be calling you Stephen or Kramer? Well, anyway, it's your friend up here on Julian Creek. I just wanted to check in and say hello and say that I'm a first-time listener, and I think you're doing awesome. But a couple things I wanted to run by you about using the F word. Um, When I first heard you say it out loud, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe he's saying that on air. I, for one, am glad that you're saying either the phrase F word or friggin'. Um, It sounds a lot better. Anyway, keep up the great job. And we love you, mama's boy. You never know who from my family's friends are going to call from day to day. That should almost be a game. Like, who's going to call next? Will it be the guy that gave me my baptism or was it my third grade teacher? Corona craziness going to be over with. I had to bring in my good friend today, uh, has become a friend over the last couple of years. Um, she is a psychic medium. Her name is Mystic Michaela. Uh, she has been featured in Shape and Cosmopolitan Magazine. She's been a guest on all kind of national TV shows, and uh, you saw her on The Real Housewives. She's like, a, I'm going to say, a psychic to the stars. And actually, I'm reading your bio right now. She's also appeared on San Diego's top-rated morning show, 93.3, Kramer and Gina. And if that doesn't bring validity to her, I don't know what does. It's Mystic Michaela, who I know is going to be able to tell us the exact date of when this coronavirus is going to be over with. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) Like, if you can't nail it, then nobody's going to nail it because our president seems to keep pushing it back. So I know if anyone can tell us exactly when it's going to be, it's going to be... It's going to be Mystic Michaela. So, Michaela, um, I don't even remember the first time. I remember Gina found you yes. some way, somehow, my old co-host. And uh, I guess she reached out to you and was like, hey, you know, I want you to come on. And, and I, I – listen, I – have always been very skeptical of psychics. And every time we had Michaela on, I would share that. I just, it was always so vague. I never really got anything that was specific. You know, it was like, I feel yeah. like someone in your life is going to have a change. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> but, but I remember the first time that Michaela came on the podcast and she told me, she was like, uh, and we'll kind of get into what you do, but, but you, you told me that I really like, like getting outdoors and like that's like the way i need to like recharge i'm like this what does she know like i hate going outside this this, this girl could not be any more far off and then i remember i went to hawaii after that and i went on a hike and i was like (gasps) i'm recharged hit you yeah (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy so what you do is a little bit different yeah so yeah so i'm yeah i'm an aura reader which just means like all right so there's energy around all of us i happen to see it in color and i know that sounds you know, a little weird. But like, when I do that, I get all this information. And I get it from just like, you know, we all have like a life path, and I'll kind of pick it up. And I had to make a name for it. So I just call it spiritual life guidance, because I'll just see based on colors and like vibrations and stuff like where your life is needing something where you're holding back where you're not authentic in certain places like where you're not as developed but you want to be things like that and so usually all my readings and it's funny like all my readings always happen when somebody's going through some sort of transition like a relationship or a job or like through life or whatever because i feel like that's when you kind of need the most what what fills me like what motivates me and i see that in color so that's what i do 
And I threw, I mean, I think I've, my, my whole time I've known you, I've been going through some kind of transition. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you like really had, like, no, no, you've had like the most, I don't know, like thrown at the wall moments. Like you just, life just hits you hard. Like every, like every time we talk, it's like, like afterwards, <laughs> something awful would happen to you. <laughs> is this your fault? I feel like maybe this yes, is your no, fault. I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe we shouldn't talk like- anymore. No, I don't think we should talk anymore. No, I think good things are happening for you now. Because like anything that happens to you, like looking back in hindsight, you're like, you know what? It worked out, you know, as long as you can work with it. Well, and we'll I feel see. like that's what you're doing. <laughs> I don't you're know like, well, it's up in the air. <laughs> Nothing's quite worked <laughs> well, out yet. Um, but it's in it's in the workings of, of working out. Before we get into it, uh, I do want to plug all of your stuff because I, I don't know how podcasts work. Me. I don't know if like... If people sit through the whole episode or if they, if they leave. So you have, you have a, po- I was actually just talking to Michaela before we started this. You, you have a really big podcast and I, I was like, do you know what you're doing? <laughs> and you're like, no. I'm like, no, I don't. Like none of us really know. <laughs> just talk into the microphone. Yeah. yeah. For some reason. Yeah. It's know listen. your aura with mystic Michaela. Okay. They do. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just like life and aura color, making the paranormal normal, just trying to like, I'm very like down to earth. Like, let's just get all this like freaky deaky stuff and talk about it in a very basic way. That's sure. what I try to do. It never really goes over your head. And I, you know, when I first met you, especially, I wasn't really a spiritual person. So I, uh, mm-hmm. you, you're like, you're, you can kind of come in at the ground floor and anybody and everybody is welcome at the podcast. I think you'll be able to digest it pretty easily. You do it with your husband and it's, um, yes, it's, it's just, it's like fun. It's very relatable. So, uh, know your aura with Miss Michaela. Now, if people want to do readings, uh, what is the process of doing that? Can, are you being, are you just swamped right now? Cause I'm sure everyone's like, what the hell is yeah. going on? They are. No, I have like a wait list, but like you can follow me on, you know, Instagram, Mystic Michaela. And like th- if things open up or whatever, I always like bring it up or, you know, even my social media, I just try to keep it like inspirational. Even if you're not talking to me, I just try to make it resonate on the daily. Sure. So I just, yeah, just try to get people to like open up, like let's grow, let's change. We have a lot of time right now. So, <laughs> and a lot of triggers. Right. So it's like a good time to do that. Um, so that's what I currently try to do on my social media. So what the hell is going on and when does this end? Before okay, we talk yeah. about me specifically, like the, what, what is this? What, what is this? What? I know it's like, this is where I have to go a little crazy psychic lady here, just because when I see this, it's such a reset button on our like shared, you know, societal consciousness. Like I feel like we are the material world is it's like a glitch in the matrix. It's like, it's like such a fabrication and we're all seeing it like the economy jobs, like what's going on, you know, school, like all these institutions are falling around us and we're, we're basically like paused in time and we have to sit and we have to be like, Oh my gosh, like what makes me happy? Because like all the distractions have been taken away and I'm left with all my flipping triggers. And so I feel like what, we're supposed to be doing right now and on a wider scale is addressing those things. So I don't usually do like global stuff, but I mean, this is really, um, I feel like a very spiritual, like 3d to 4d thing, which is like third dimension to fourth dimension thing going on where we're all getting pushed from material world to more of a spiritual shift. So that's how I view it. 
But as for like how much longer this is going to be, I mean, they tell they're telling us on the news, you know, like Dr. Fauci is like, he's like, he's still telling you, Michaela, no, this you're going to okay, be in your right. house here's, a while. Here's the difference between you and I, like Michaela doesn't know the show business yeah. about this whole thing. This is where you're supposed to step in and like, just take the, the, the facts, you know, and make it seem like it's your idea. You know, like, I don't know right now I'm predicting we're probably going to stay in our houses till at least the end of May. I'm seeing like the end of May. Uh, it's probably going to be, you know, just, <laughs> I can't do that. You know, like, is it just, like I see my kids like the way I do my own readings for myself because like I don't do global stuff I'll look at it like in my own life is I see my kids with me for quite a while like I will be dealing with homeschooling like I already bought all my Amazon stuff that's how I know like what's going to happen future like based on my own life like you know there will be an end to this though because I feel like and it'll pick up and it'll be like a huge burst of energy and we'll all move forward but then I feel it's going to come back too so i feel like there's going to be wait yeah i feel like there's going to be waves of it no don't say that and um i don't want to say it like i don't want to do this but like i feel like next fall like we're going to be kind of in the same not as bad but like a similar predicament where it's going to be like okay we can't shut it down but we all have to do this social distance thing or like we can't go to restaurants we have to do takeout like stuff like that like very like a mo a modified version of this but i feel like it's it's going to keep continuing like over and over again Oh boy. Um, do you talk to me about like the positives you see coming from it? How do you see people being able to harness this time and be able to use it to benefit when things do quote unquote go back to normal? So what we are what we've been living in for a really long time is a world of like false gratification and things that um, you know, goals and mindsets and, and things that we think we want, but are, are just serve the ego purposes. So that's like, you know, you get a job, it has a good title, it makes me feel good about myself. I go buy things, I drive a nice car, people look at me a certain way. Like everything that you thought you wanted, it doesn't matter anymore. Like it's, it's paused, it's halted. So a lot of those things that were fulfilling us, like our borrowed sources of happiness or our borrowed sources of self-worth, they're like completely taken away. So right now is a really good time to acknowledge where you don't feel so good. Acknowledge like where you feel empty, where you feel numb, where things feel like like you're not connecting with yourself or you're just floating. Like it's really good to pay attention to that and be like, oh my gosh, how do I bring back joy into my life from a very pure and just elemental form? And so what I see is I see people doing that. I see them hanging out with their dog, hanging out with their kids. I see them missing people that they used to like avoid, you know, like I see them wanting to go through their motivations. Like, you know what? I don't want to go back to that job and I'm not going to go back to that job. Like my own husband, he's a teacher and, um, he hates virtual school. Like he's he's absolutely going insane. He says I feel like a pedophile because he's he's it's like a Zoom meeting with a bunch of kids and they're all in their bedrooms like and they're wearing like whatever, you know, they're teenagers and he's like this isn't right. Like he's freaking out. He's like, I just can't do this. He's good. And he told me today I'm quitting. I, and like he, he said it in a way where it's like, there's no talking to him. And I'm like, okay, I think he's quitting. Now I've been hearing him say he's quitting for like 10 years, but he's seriously going to quit now. So like, think, and I feel like that's just my story, but I feel like a lot of people are going through this. Like they're like, you know what? I can't work for that guy anymore. I'm not going back there. So I feel like people are dealing with stuff in a very head on way 
And and sometimes it's not like maybe it's awful because people are getting laid off, you know, and people are like looking at their finances and saying, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to survive? I mean, and so people are dealing with a lot of fear, a lot of fear stuff. So all this, I feel like it's a benefit in a way. Um, And then like randomly, I try to look for the stuff that's good. Like, for example, we can't go to any beaches. I'm in Florida, right? We can't go to any of the beaches. Well, I, you know, I saw this news story where the, the turtles are actually not being interfered with and it's their like nesting season for like once. And I'm like, you know, good. That's good. You know, I got to cling to something. I'm like, good. You know, like at least they're happy. You know, at least it worked out for them. You know, you kind of got to look around and try to figure out like the turtles are right, good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the turtles are looking back at this like, yeah, this is what it's like all the time. Like literally all the time. Yeah, your life like, is being disrupted. Hey. So enjoy it. This is this is what it's like constantly for us. Exactly. So I think what I'm getting from you here is that like it's yeah. this is the time that we all should be using to see what's really important since we don't have those external things that we used to have. Am I kind of picking up on that? Like we don't have we absolutely we can't go to yeah. the beaches. You know, we can't go to the sporting events. Yeah. We can't go to the movie theaters. We can't go. Some of us can't go to our jobs and maybe how is that reflecting, you know, when you really aren't stuck in that normal system? Um, that's a really, really interesting way of looking at it. I just don't, I don't want this to come back. That's the part that, that scares me. I know. Um, I, well, I feel like when we rebuild a foundation, then when you go back to it, you're like, you know what? I can handle it. This is what I'm going to do. It's the old you know, like season. you're stronger. It's like, it's like every spring. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grab your clarity. Like, oh, it's Corona time. Yeah, right. <laughs> Grab your Claritin. Claritin, now for Corona. I don't know. I try not to make fun of the whole situation, but there's just parts of it that are so bizarre to me. You just can't help but mm-hmm. like giggle at them a little bit. It almost makes you feel better because it is a bit, everything's been so crazy. So I've, uh, I've been hesitant to talk to you. Uh, I always am hesitant to talk to you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Steve. <laughs> because you are like, but you're in such, yeah, go ahead. Because, okay, so let me just, you know, wait, I told you about the first time with Michaela where she's like, you like to go outdoors? And I'm like, well, she doesn't know anything. And there have been, every time I talked to her, there's been a nugget in there that I didn't see coming that literally shows up. There is one that I will eventually talk about. I'm still not like in the space to talk about it right now, but was so dead on that I've shared with you since uh, that was like, what? Like, what? I can't even believe that was like a, a thing. Um, so I did an Instagram live with you. Oh, what about two months ago? Right after we got let go. And we had a couple of different predictions of where my life was going to go. One was that I was yeah. going to get a job or ha- at least have an offer come in somewhere. I think you said in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, and then okay. there was the opportunity to do my own thing, which was going to be a podcast. And then I was going to have to decide right. kind of like what to do. So before you even uh, you wanted, because I didn't send you a picture this time. I just realized I didn't send you a picture right now. Yeah, send it to me. I look so bad right now. I um I haven't shaved in literally about. No, I'm not judging. Oh my god. Oh, this is I great. I haven't uh, shaved in probably two and a half weeks. I don't have to. I don't have to. You don't have to. It's uh, great. So what you t- explain your? Oh, I got it. Perfect. <laughs> oh my god. This is good. I don't ever want to see that picture show up anywhere. <laughs> I'm posting this later. No, I'm when just this kidding. podcast goes number one in the country, please don't ever show this. Uh, Show this to anybody. I'll never show this Lord. photo to anyone. Uh, so explain your process of how you work <laughs> and then how you kind of um, see, you know, can make predictions of what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. So like I said, like you have trajectories, you know, like it, the way I see the future, it's very free will based. And 
a lot of things are based on choices. And like, I felt like your big thing was going to be, am I going to choose me or, you know, myself? Like, is Steve going to choose Steve? Or are you going to choose like this whole, um, back to the corporate, you know, kind of that world of, you know, not always feeling secure. And for, so you're green and purple. So those are your aura colors. And like, I'm looking at your picture right now and your colors, I have to say, you are probably the most balanced <laughs> i've seen you in a long time because you are engaged like so your colors are very balanced you feel very engaged you feel very self-reliant and in control and so that so for be, because you're green what that means is like you're the type of person like you have to be challenged and you have to feel like you have a vision and you have to feel self-reliant and you're purple which means you are artistic and you do like to um use this media, you know, this way of media as like your artistic expression and making people think and, and, you know, making, making people feel things and making people react and whatnot. And so I see with you somebody who's very engaged, very challenged, even if it's not, you know, even if it's kind of up in the air, like what's going to happen or this or that, I feel like you feel like you're in control or at least you're at the wheel of your own destiny. And I, I don't feel like I've, cause in your old pictures, like when you were at the station and stuff, like you would always, you, you always felt a little bit more um, like imbalanced to me where like you would have all these feelings. So your purple would be really like heavy, but then your green would be like making you out logic them or feel bad about having them or tell yourself, ah, I shouldn't do this. I should do this way or like whatever, like trying to almost manage yourself too much. And I mean, now you feel very together or, or what, you know, for that's what I, so if I, so if I never met you before and I just saw your picture, I'd be like, this guy's got a lot going on. Like, like in a way, in his own <laughs> world, I feel like you're kind of, I mean, you, you might say that you might say there's a lot going on over here. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You feel like you keep yourself pretty occupied for being like in quarantine, but that's good. Um, and man, I mean, I, I don't know how personal we're allowed to get on here, but like, I do feel, no, go ahead. okay. Cause you feel very like, there's a, you do feel it's funny because you feel like you're in a relationship, but it's like you won't admit it or something. So dating has been weird. And I, okay, so just a backstory really quick. I was, my wife basically left about two years ago. And through my divorce on air, I really couldn't say anything because I didn't really want to sway things one way or another, right? I finally decided uh, to open up a little bit, maybe six months before I got let go. And what I'm curious, Michaela, is how much of the truth you actually know. So tomorrow on the podcast, let's come back for part two. Am I hiding? Am I hiding a girlfriend? I want you to try to guess how long this show takes to actually make because I sat down. First person I talked to today was Michaela at one, and it's now 7:32 at night. Kiki is sitting here. She is staring at me. She's like, "Why would a 30-some-odd-minute podcast take literally?" almost seven hours to produce dad the world's worst podcaster you may be right okay let's catch you up really quick on what's going on with this uh this donations you guys are giving so i set out the first thing i told you is i want to do something really positive with this podcast right i want to make sure that we have some kind of mission we're always kind of set out to do and 
our first goal was to send food to the overnight employees uh, over at the hospital because I got a DM from a woman that says like, there's never food for the overnight people. The people during the day get stuff. But we never get anything. And so I said, oh, no, 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 no. And if I knew it was on the radio, I'd be able to like just hop on and, you know, make it happen. But I didn't know with the podcast how it was going to work. And I think I told, I don't, I may have said this on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, by the way, it's kind of another extension of the show. Uh, that guy Kramer, K R A M E R. Uh, so we set out to do, uh, my, my goal was like 500 bucks so we can go buy some food and call it a day. As of right now, 7:33 now on what day is this? Monday, Monday night. I have $5,882.25 in my Venmo, which is just crazy. I don't want to push the limits, but let's let's like at least get that to like an even six thousand dollars. I mean, let me just seriously. I in radio we would ask for money, and almost every time it would flop. And I don't know because this is a pandemic that's making you guys more generous right now. But for example, like we have a lot of people that come on and say, "Hey, my kid's soccer team or something, you know, needs to raise money." And even if it was like just like a, like a sad story like somebody needed money for a car so we would we come on and we maybe would get a couple hundred bucks but that's be it so the people for the fact that you would come on here and give almost six thousand dollars is amazing and to be honest with you i don't quite know how to get this food over there that's something i gotta spend this week working on so if you work at one of the hospitals here in san diego uh, let me know. And I also got to find restaurants. If you are a restaurant owner and you have a friend that owns a restaurant, I kind of want to do local restaurants and I can do them in different cities too. I just need to know it's a little more complicated, but, um, just let me know at that guy Kramer. I'm going to leave you today. Like I do every day. It's uh, made me laugh. It's a segment where I just bring you something that made me laugh that I saw online. Hopefully it makes you laugh too. TikTok is my favorite app right now. And at first I was like, it's going to be dumb and it's going to be stupid. I spend so much time on this app. It's unbelievable. And I think if you have not checked it out yet, uh, just download it. You don't have to make the video. I don't make the videos. And if you think it's just kids dancing, there's actually a lot of like funny, quick content on there that can really, to me, it makes me smile and laugh when I get on there. So if you're looking for a break from all the craziness, if you're scrolling CNN, because Facebook right now is scary, right? Like you go on there, it's all your friends posting some conspiracy theories. And then you go on Instagram and it's mostly memes, right? But TikTok has like original content. So there's two things I'm going to play for you. Number one is uh, just this dude that comes out, like picture this, comes out like a trailer home and uh, his take on the coronavirus. Corona Lachey the virus. Get y'all ass in this muff house and leave them people alone. <laughs> And this dude is my all-time favorite person on TikTok. And if you got somebody you love to follow, you tell me they're just like funny. This is Jeff right now. Uh, it's this guy that the ones I like is where he plays like himself. And then he also plays the role of God and the role of Jesus. And there's always an interesting conversation between the three. Now, keep in mind, this is all the same guy, just kind of dressed up as, as different parts. Oh, wow. So this is heaven. Hey, thanks for letting us get in here, God. Like, I ain't believing you at first, but then when Jesus walked on water and then he healed that blind lady, I was like, okay, you real. You real. Yeah, no problem. No, Wait, he did what? He, he touched that blind lady. Jesus, life. get in here. Yes, Dad. What I sent you on earth to do? Hmm? To, to save people. I ain't sent you down there to be walking on water and touching blind people. All that extra stuff. Did you at least give them water to drink? Yeah, he gave us water. Then he like turned it in. Shut, shut up. 
dude's funny. It's uh, Jeff right now on TikTok. Okay, I got to go feed Kiki. It's literally 7.50 at night. I love you. Thank you so much. Let's get that money up to $6,000, and uh, we'll start working on that Wednesday. That guy Kramer on uh, what happened? Venmo. Okay, I love you. Mystic Michaela Part 2 tomorrow. Hi, Kramer. My name is Leanne. I'm calling from San Diego. You said if you knew anybody with a funny name. <laughs> so my grandmother, her name was Paula, her first name. She met a man named Bill Paula. And they got married, and her name was Paula Paula. And I used to tease her because every time she filled out a form for anything, it was like, last name Paula, first name Paula. And people were always like, oh, I think you messed up. Anyway, so yeah, I, I love the podcast. I love your mom. Oh my gosh, you just won the lottery. I, I adore her. She makes me smile when she comes on the podcast. And I even play it. That means the kids are doing stuff in the kitchen at home because I want them to hear some of the things that she's saying. She's just super sweet. Super authentic, genuine, inspirational. I, I adore her. Nancy Nancy. Again, thank you for the podcast. Thank you. And just keep going. I love it. I love what you're doing, too, with feeding the night shift workers. Um, have a good day. Bye. Hey, Kramer. It's Joanne. Just calling about my last name. Um, my married last name is Fouquet. Um, and so you can only guess the ways that it has been said to me or pronounced. Um, my husband was in the Marine Corps when we first got married. And I was known as Mrs. Bucket. So, yeah, that's fun. And my maiden name was so easy, so it was kind of hard going to that. So I figured I'd just call in and let you know, you know, your mom's went along with her crazy last name. But I uh, wanted to also tell you how proud I am of you doing this podcast. And your first, like, reach out thing that you're doing with the meals for nurses is amazing. And I'm totally here to support you, and I can't wait to see what else comes from you. So have a good day, and uh, can't wait to hear what else you're doing. Okay, bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.